Hello and welcome everyone to episode 27 of the Official Gears Podcast, where we talk about everything from mouse ears to butterbeers. I am Brian, and I'm here with my co-host and good friend, Alan Warren, and we are the guys at Years of Experience, or the Gears. Thank you for tuning in and listening as we continue our Treat Yourself series. Alan, how are things going? Hey, they're going all right. Going all right. Uh, it had some rain the last couple of days here in Chicago. Not too bad, but... Uh, I had a pretty good thunderstorm the other night. It was kind of fun. Uh, but it's been pretty decent. How's things over there? Yeah. Well, we've had, um, it's gotten cold real quick. We had uh, some wind and all the leaves have fallen, which really stinks. Um, my neighbors have some really big trees with some really big magnolia leaves. And so they're all in my yard now. Um, but other than that, I, I've been contacted by a lot of cheer moms lately who I was able to help last year when their kids were uh, accepted to nationals down at Walt Disney World. And so I've gotten several requests for me to help them book their packages for February for uh, UCA nationals again. So nice. pretty excited about that. Yep. Going to be um, looking at right now, there's 25 kids on the team. So if, you know, every parent, at least one parent from each girl goes, that's probably about 10 rooms if they partner two different people. So mm-hmm. excited about that one. Yeah, that could be great. Good deal. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like the cheer groups, right? They're always fun. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> always fun. Last year, yeah, last year, my biggest cheer group, it was their first time going. And so they were more excited about the opportunity to go uh, versus competing. And I kept trying to remind them, I was like, now listen, you know, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity for a lot of people. So, mm-hmm you know, do your best and, and focus on what you're there for. And then when you get a chance, have fun. Um, and they did, they, they really enjoyed it and they did a good job, but um, I think it was three different schools I helped last year. So looking forward to helping them and maybe more some this year. Oh, nice. That sounds fun. I remember all those groups coming in when I was down there. That's cool. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> February is a bad time to go. Not a bad time to go, but <laughs> There's a lot of cheerleaders there. It's a cheery um, time to go. Lots of cheerleaders. Yeah. Yeah. But fortunately, uh, most of the time they're spent at the uh, ESPN complex and not in the park. So yeah. You only see them at the resort. Yeah. They don't get a whole lot of park time until it's over. Yep. And they can stay in, stay in play in the parks. Yeah. Oh, fun. Well, let's hope yep. that pulls together really well. Yep. Well, uh, as your mouse experts, we're here to help answer all your Disney Universal destination questions and help you plan your cheer events. Uh, make sure you're ready for your next vacation. Uh, if you missed it, we began our new Treat Yourself series in the last episode. Uh, we started talking about why you should treat yourself to uh, either an Epcot festival or an after hours party um, and how much fun those are and how, how much of a treat that really is. Uh, and in this episode, we're going to let you know why you need to treat yourself to a rest day during your stay. So good things coming from there. Yeah. I love rest days. Um, not because I like to sleep or anything. It's just, they're, they're very much needed and we'll get into that, uh, pretty soon, but I want to take a minute and just thank all those who joined us for trivia the other night. It was pretty fun. Um, Kelly really stumped us like we asked him to, uh, like, like we asked the the, uh, guest to, and, and she really brought her, uh, brought her a game and it was tough. And I, I'm I'm looking forward to, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the next one that we get to do pretty soon. Not sure when it's going to be, but with the holidays coming up, we may just kind of throw some fun things in there to do while people are 
maybe need an escape from uh, family time from those aunts and uncles and, you know, cousins who a little, you know, little downtime kinda, here and there. Yeah. It's like yeah, a rest so, time from uh, your family occasionally. Rest yeah, day. But again, thank you to all of you guys who joined us the other night. It was, it was fun. We enjoyed it. Absolutely. Thanks very much. That was good. Yeah. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to doing that again. Yeah. Uh, so we want to talk about uh, our review of Travel to Tuesday with Discovery Cove. So this is one of those new things we're bringing out where on Tuesdays we want to kind of highlight a new place to travel to. Um, and so there's some really cool places you can go, uh, even in Orlando, other than just Disney Universal. And um, this one is Discovery Cove. Now, if you're not familiar with it, it is um, a subsidiary of SeaWorld, uh, SeaWorld Adventure Parks. Discovery Cove is a bit different, though, because there are no roller coasters. In fact, there are no real big rides at all at um, Discovery Cove. It's more of a beach day. So um, it's a really cool place. Basically, um, Discovery Cove is about kind of unwinding, spending a day at the beach, um, getting back to nature a little bit. So uh, some of the highlights for Discovery Cove is it's a much smaller park. They typically only let about 1,200 guests in um, per day on a normal full day. 1,200 guests. That's not a lot. So no, it's a much more intimate park. Uh, definitely much more intimate, um, more opportunity to uh, experience the things that are there, which is kind of nice. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the things you can experience at Discovery Cove is um, you can actually get a dolphin experience there. So they take small groups of people um, at different times. So you actually schedule a time with a dolphin and they take you in with a trainer. I think it's down to only about six or eight people per group. Uh, and you There's get to... It might, it might be 10 at the most, but I think it's six to eight yeah. typically. And uh, you get to have some kind of one-on-one -on -one time with a dolphin actually in the water. So um, unlike SeaWorld, Discovery Cove is actually set up very um, natural landscape-like. So you're on a beach and there are literally dolphins out in the water and you get to go and schedule a dolphin time with them. So you get to go out with a trainer, um, do a little bit of one-on-one -on -one with a dolphin. So there's some cool things there. Uh, there is a reef, uh, a natural reef that you can go to. So you can kind of snorkel through the natural reef. Um, they have something that's called dive quest. So it's a really interesting thing where you actually get to go underwater in a helmet that sits on your head, um, kind of like the old style bell divers. And uh, you mm -hmm. get this big bubble helmet that sits on your head and you can actually walk around on their seafloor um, of this coral reef area and um, interact with some like seahorses or uh, well, I don't know seahorse, but more like uh, starfish and some other items that you would find, you know, in a reef environment, there's fish and things there. Um, so that's kind of a neat experience. Uh, they also have a freshwater cove, a freshwater lagoon where you can go through and um, that you'll come in close with sea otters there. So there's actually sea otters in a habitat um, that's between glass between you and them but you're in the water on this side of the glass and the sea otters might be in the water on the other side of the glass. So if you look kind of under the water, you don't see the glass. <laughs> so it looks pretty cool. Like you're out there with the sea otters. Um, there is a really cool lazy river. Um, there is a bird aviary. So you can go and feed tropical birds. It's really more of an interesting beach day, but it's kind of a tropical Island beach day. Yeah. Some really cool yeah, things there. Yeah, it's not really a theme park, even though I guess it's mm -hmm. attached kind of to a theme park, but it's it's more like a tropical tropical paradise. Yeah. And like like you mentioned, the dolphin counter, the snorkeling, um, the sea otters, the birds. Um, I mean, they've got uh, flamingos. You can swim with stingrays. Mm -hmm. um, all that stuff is included 
looted in the in the ticket price. Mm-hmm. Um, you've get uh, your snorkel gears included, your snacks, your meals, all that is included in the price. It is a wonderful experience. Um, it's something that has I, I've been dying for my kids to get a little older so we can do. Um, Mike Carnes, who was on one of our episodes, he had the opportunity to do it with uh, his family a little while back, and I was talking to him about it, about their experiences, and getting some pictures from him. And I mean, he just raved and raved about how wonderful a tr- uh, time it was. And again, if it's it's perfect for a situation like what we're going to talk about a little while with the rest day, but um, you can do it in one day, maybe even half a day, depending on how you know how busy they are. And mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's just. Uh, you can at one point you can include it into your uh sea world trip if you wanted to but um i'm not sure how that works now with the whole covid thing actually now that i'm thinking about it yeah so. we'll have to double check on that so it used to be the packages that if you purchased a day at discovery cove um it actually came with seven days unlimited access to sea world orlando yeah. and their water park um yeah oh goodness was their water park um, I just drew a blank. Aquatica. Aquatica. Yeah. It's an amazing yeah. place too. That also encounters um, tropical or, or um, oasis type animals. So uh, yeah. one of the water slides actually goes through a glass tube through a dolphin in, encounter. Um, so it's kind of cool. And it's different types of dolphins. It's not the typical gray uh, Atlantic bottlenose yep. dolphin that you're used to, but some cool things there. So um, we'll double check on that and make sure uh, if that is still included or not. Uh, like Brian said, all these things, it's, it's kind of an all-inclusive trip. So um, there are some extras. So like if you want to do the um, reef walk and the bell helmets, that is extra. The dolphin encounter is typically included, one dolphin encounter per visit, but you can actually not do the dolphin encounter and if you want to save a little bit of money and not experience the dolphins, um, that was an option as well. But what's Brian the point said, of going? Yeah, what's the point of going to the... To <laughs> that's that's the highlight the, of the trip. Exactly. Why go to the the animal park if uh, you're not going to see the animals, right? Um, But one of the things Brian said, and he kind of brushed over there, is that um, food and drinks are also included here. So they do, you go in the morning and they do serve breakfast and a lunch. They typically close um, around six in the evening. Mm -hmm. So it's not a full, full day. You're not there, you know, 12 hours from um, open to close. But your meals are included. So there are breakfast foods that are available. Um, they have a great lunch. There's a couple different places you can get food. And um, tropical drinks. Tropical drinks are also included. You can actually get um, an all-inclusive premium beverage package, which includes alcoholic beverages if you are an adult and you're into that. But um, all of the standard, like you know, they have um, non-alcoholic pina coladas and things like that that people can have and kids can have. Um, but there's a lot of tropical drinks and things that are available as well with the food that it, the food is phenomenal. They have some really great chefs. So that's, it's, it's more expensive than your typical park day because it's a much more limited access. Um, like I said, they, it, at the time they were only letting 1200 people in. So, you know, if they're restricting access even more now, you know, it, it could be a ghost town in discovery cove, which would yeah. be amazing. Um, so just keep that in mind, but yeah, food is included. Your wetsuit and snorkel equipment is included. Um, it's an amazing kind of beach day. And, you know, while it can still be fun out in the Florida sun, um, I think it's definitely more restful than a full day yeah. at the other parks. Yes. It's, it's relaxed. You can lay on the beach. You can wander around. You can, yeah. you know, check out the freshwater oasis and feed birds. And it's, it's very my much kind relaxed. of place. My yes. kind of place. 
very, very much relaxed. And like I said, we can book it. So we're not strictly Disney and Universal. Uh, we can do SeaWorld. So, um, and we can do and uh, other destinations. Parks as well. Yeah. Yep. So, yes, but this is some, so I have clients that have done this and they raved about it too. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody that said anything negative about a Discovery Cove visit. No. Not a single one. Uh, people sometimes get a little bit of sticker shock because the price is different. Um, but I will tell you, SeaWorld is also running some amazing deals on Discovery Cove right now. So if you book before November 30th, um, which doesn't give you a whole lot of time once our podcast comes out, but if you book before November 30th, um, through December of next year, you can actually get 20, 30, 40, or 50% off depending on, uh, the days and the months. So we have a calendar. We would let you know um, if you're looking for specific dates, we actually can tell you which days are 30, 40, and 50% off and see if they would fit into your trip. Um, That would make it an amazing trip. Yeah, it really would. I mean, if you get 50% off, that's like one person going for free. Exactly. I mean, it's crazy, crazy good deal. Even at 30 or 40% off, it's still a pretty crazy deal. It is. It is. All right, like I said, you know, we can book that and we can include that in your rest day. But before we include it in your rest day, we need to know what exactly is a rest day and why is it important? Oh, such a loaded question. <laughs> who wants to rest <laughs> when you're down at Disney or Universal, right? Who wants to rest? I, I do. So many things, I do. Yeah. So many things to see and do, but that's exactly it. Um, there are so many things to see and do. People are so worried about trying to see it all on a trip. You're not going to. You're absolutely not going to see it all and do it all in one trip. Um, I can't even tell you how many trips we've been on and we have still not seen and done it all. There's so many different things to do. Um, but when you're there and you're, you're going, 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 um, a rest day is just a great day in somewhere in the middle of your trip where you're not doing a park. You're going to relax. You're going to do something else that's going to just... Um, you know, not have you get up to be at rope drop uh, in the morning or at 7 a.m. trying to get a boarding pass for Rise of the Resistance. Um, you know, it, you can take that diamond sleep in. You can take that time and go, you know, have a sit down breakfast at one of the great restaurants. Um, so many different things you can do. But, man, a rest day can make or break your trip. It's it's amazing. Yeah, especially if you have, if you have kids and you are at rope drop at Magic Kingdom at 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning, or you've got a breakfast that early at one of the you know wonderful restaurants, then you're there till fireworks. You're there almost 12 hours. Mm-hmm. That is or a more. lot. It's, yeah, it's a lot on kids especially, but it's a lot on anybody when you are constantly walking, stopping, walking, stopping. Like it's, it's a lot on your body, especially when you get to that third, fourth, fifth day and you've done this four or five days in a row, mm-hmm. your, your body on that fifth day is telling you, stop it. Like I'm, I'm not ready to do this. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we power walk through the neighborhood weeks before we even go, just so we make sure we're in shape. Um, and if you missed that, we talked about it on our trip in October when we were just down there, we had four full park days and then a day before and a day after we were, were doing some other things as well. So, you know, five full days, roughly, you know, five mm-hmm. and a half, uh, I walked over 51 miles in those five days. So yeah. um, there, there's plenty of reason to rest in between. Plenty of reason. Yeah. And then sometimes, depending on how long your trip is, I mean, we've got people that we book for seven, eight days. Sometimes two rest days might be necessary. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
I mean, your, your resort stay typically, especially if a promo is attached to it, your resort stays typically not that bad. Um, so just adding the night, you know, to take the day off and enjoy some of the other things we're going to talk about this episode. Um, it's, it's well worth it. You're going to thank yourself for taking that rest day for the remainder of your vacation. And a lot of people think, you know, all right, I can afford a four or five day trip. I can't afford more than that. But I will tell you, um, just like Brian is saying, the resort, sometimes the longer you stay, the better deal you get. But for your tickets as well, the longer the stay, the better the deal you get. Um, mm-hmm. Typically to go from five days to six days or seven days is less than $20 per person per day to add a whole nother day on a park ticket. Yeah. So, I mean, once you're at five days, if it's, let's say it's a family of four and you decided to say six days, you're literally talking another $80 for four people for another day in the park where those first couple of days could be, you know, several hundred dollars per person yeah. per day. So um, when you draw those trips out, it becomes much more affordable if you can do it. And um, you look at the overall package price once you start getting, you know, per person per day, the longer you stay, the, the better deal you get. And that's, yeah, that's true with all the parks it, down there. Yeah. And if you have a dining plan, that just makes it more worth it because the dining plan you're paying, like it, it's attached to your resort reservation, not your theme park tickets. So if you're staying for eight nights, seven nights, something like that, you have the meal plan for those seven or eight nights. So if you have a rest day, you still have your meals that you don't have to worry about going to a park for or anything like that. You can, you know, enjoy some of the different options, but um, yeah, it, I think it's worth it when you have the meal plan to have that rest day and, you know, vice versa, if you have a rest day, you know, attach a meal plan. So that way you can go and use some of your dining credits at some of the other resorts or Disney Springs or something like that on your rest day. Yeah. That's something, you know, we don't, talk about a whole lot right now because they're still not available at the moment, but the dining plans, the dining plans are not only valid in the parks. The dining plans are valid, you know, at Disney Springs locations, at uh, different locations through the different resorts. We're going to talk about that in a little bit too. So uh, you're not as limited to dining locations as you Mm -hmm. think once you look at a dining plan. There's a lot of options. It's really cool. So we're talking about these as like an extra day to kind of move at a slower pace and relax a little bit and kind of um, just unwind and slow down a little bit while you're there in the parks. Give yourself a little bit of chance to um, recharge kind of, because it's a lot. Yeah, it, it is. Um, however, I will say if you're kind of like me, um, depending on where you stay, sometimes you, you can't, you, you can sit for too long. You get a little stir crazy. Um, it, rest days. I love Never. rest days. I really do. But I use my rest days a little differently because I can't just sit in my room or sit at the pool or something like that. I've got to kind of get up and I got to explore a little bit. And, you know, rest days are perfect opportunities to do that because there's so much to do outside of the theme parks that unless you have a rest day, a day before your trip or a day after your, your theme parks, um, you're not going to be able to see some of this stuff. So, you know, on, on a rest day, I like to explore. I like to, you know, go around the different things at Walt Disney World Resort. Um, I like to go around my resort and just kind of take pictures and, you know, see all the different theming that's going on. Um, we've mentioned several times that there are other things in Orlando to do, like Legoland, like SeaWorld, Discovery Cove. Um, you can drive over to Busch Gardens in Tampa, um, there's that other theme park down the street called Universal Studios that you can do for a day or two. 
Um, I mean, there's just so many things to do in Orlando at your resort or just at other resorts in, in Walt Disney World that you, you have the opportunity to either stay at your resort and rest or get out and explore a little bit. Yeah, some of the cool things that are out there too are, are some of the smaller um, experiences you can do in Orlando. So uh, if you go down International Drive in Orlando, there's actually the Orlando Eye. It's one of those giant Ferris wheels. So you can actually get an experience on the Orlando Eye and you can see miles and miles from the Orlando Eye. Um, I believe it's almost 400 foot tall, which is about 40 stories. So let me tell you, when you're up 40 stories on International Drive and there's not a whole lot of buildings around you, you get a great view. You can see all mm -hmm. of Disney in the distance, all of SeaWorld, all of Universal. Um, there's some cool things like that. Um, there is something that I will never do, and I, and I mean never in the actual never do. So there's a giant swing ride <laughs> that's down there um, yeah, right next to that. the Orlando Eye. Also about 40 stories in a little um, two-person you know, seat hanging from chains and they take you about 40 stories up and spin you around. Yeah. Not happening for this boy. No. Um, you know, uh, I've seen people do it. I've seen video of it. It looks great. I will, nope. you know, watch you from the ground. Yep. I, I have a hard I time will... with the eye. I'm definitely not uh, hanging from a chain seat. <laughs> I happening. will do any theme park ride out there. I don't care what it does. I don't care how many loops, anything like that. I will not do carnival type rides. Yeah. And that's what it, those it, are to me. They're, I just don't trust the design. I don't trust the safety. I, I, I just, and we get it. People my life do it is all day, every day. People write yeah. it all the time. No issues. Totally yes. get it. Not happening. Yep. Not nope. happening. But yeah, that's the Orlando star flyer. It's about 40 stories tall. And then you hang from a chain seat and you spin around yep. up in the air. I'm like, no, um, there's also, I don't even know how down. some of these people like the, those swings that go up like 40 stories and just swing you around in like a regular chair swing. Like, I, I don't know yeah. how people do that. I'm like, no, I'm that is exactly what this is. I'm like, yeah, no. Uh, there's also a place on um, uh, Earl of Bronson highway, highway 192, which is just outside of Disney. Uh, and there's a fun spot down there and they've got, you know, a couple of roller coasters. It's, it's more of a local amusement kind of place. Um, but they also have like those giant slingshots that you can, you know, strap into a cage and they shoot you up in the air. Also not Ooh. doing that. Um, I did have a friend once to talk me into um, at the fun spot on 192 in Kissimmee, um, those swings that you do. So they basically strap you into like a hang glider harness where you lay on your stomach and there's two of you together and they oh, take yeah. you, you know, 30 feet up at nope. 30 stories up in the air and then you pull the thing oh. and swing. Yes. So I shook for several hours after that and I made him buy the drinks all night, which cost him a small <laughs> fortune. Um, that's the only way that was happening. Uh, like I, I, I can I, bungee onto one of those big pillows or something like that. I can do that, but those swing things, you yeah. know, I have no desire. I'll, I'll, I'll probably yeah. slip right out. Just keep on going. Like it's, <laughs> it's not happening. Well, so they were trying to, to put us in and the one on 192 down there, they're actually like, it's a rip cord. So once you get all the way up there, they say three, two, one, go. And somebody has to pull the rip cord. They're like, yeah. who's getting it? I said, if you give it to me, you're going to have to drag me back down because I'm not pulling <laughs> that thing. It's just, it's not going to happen. Um, so they gave it to my friend, Joe, Joe and I used to get into a lot of <laughs> crazy scenarios and this was just <laughs> one of them. Um, yeah. So he was all about it. It's like, we got to do, we got to do some like, no. So um, they get us strapped in and they, they give him the hardest and it slowly starts to pull us up in the air. And, um, you know, Joe goes, 
oh, maybe this wasn't a good idea. I'm like, you better shut up right now. I'm going to pull that thing and let you drop into the lake below us. Like, this was all you, buddy. Like, not doing this again. And they're like, oh, you know, you can re-ride for half price. I'm like, good luck with that. Not happening. Uh, but there's a lot of really cool things out in the areas to do. Um, some things we don't talk about a whole lot. I've done with family. It's really amazing. There's a lot of places you can go down and experience kind of the natural Florida and do airboat rides. Yeah. An airboat ride is amazing. They take you out on these really cool airboats, sometimes in large groups. We were in a smaller group. It was just our party, um, you know, and you get to go and see wild alligators and different wildlife out there and the, kind of the swamp part of Florida. Um, there's some cool places. There are some natural springs areas um, just a couple hours away. Um, so you can actually go to one of the springs, Wikiwachi, um, is where the mermaid, the mermaids, the uh, manatees like to come in when the waters get cold. So they come in and kind of spend some of the winter in the spring areas. So it's a little too cold out in the ocean. So they come into the springs. Um, and there's some other, you know, kind of tourist attraction things that you can do that it's just something different. Um, you can yeah. also go over to uh, Daytona Beach. So Daytona Beach is where um, all the cruise ships sail from. So you know, when we lived there, we like to spend the day and go over to um, Port Canaveral where the ships were. And there's some really cool restaurants, um, seafood restaurants and things right there in the port. So we would go and sit outside knowing, you know, it was close to ship sale time. So you could go sit outside and, you know, eat. Um, we used to get bacon wrapped scallops and some fish that was over that was really amazing. But you could be outside as the ships were all sailing. So it's just a nice day to go sit and see, you know, the cruise ships going out when they start sailing again. Um, but all the cruise ships would typically go out within about half hour, 45 minutes to an hour of each other. So you could literally sit out there and have a cocktail and have some seafood and watch all the cruise ships go out. And, um, you know, they all kind of blow their horns as they go by the restaurants and things, which was kind of a neat thing to do. Um, something we don't talk about much is uh, the Kennedy Space Center. Kennedy Space yeah. Center Visitor Complex is over there. Um, if you are into um, space and astronautics at all, it's a great place to go and see. Um, you know, hour, hour and a half-ish drive, depending on where you're staying. Um, there's a lot of really great things you can do. Or just go to the beach. Just go to Daytona Beach and check out the beach in Florida. Some pretty yeah. cool things. I remember, so actually, we, we're talking about the Space Center. There was a launch recently that went right over Walt Disney World Resort and lots of people got some several good pictures of it and I just thought that was one of the coolest things um we actually we used to see that same see kind it. of thing with the shuttles when the shuttles used to go when I was down there it was pretty yeah. cool you get to see yeah. the the smoke plume and things of the rockets going out yeah we can see it a little bit when you're leaving um on the cruise you know one mm -hmm. of the Disney cruises or anything down there you can see uh the space you're center, pretty close to the, know, the port from yeah. there yeah um and then there's also um, there's some wonderful golf courses down there that oh, yeah. you can do if you're a golfer. A lot of golf um, courses. Yeah. And then um, one thing we always did when we were a kid, and we I haven't been there in a long time, but there's um, Old Town in uh, Orlando that's just right down the street. And, I mean, they've got some wonderful little shops. Uh, I remember going to a magic store in there and getting some magic, uh, different kind of magic tricks that I could never perform. Um, I think I have got some a little... from the same shop. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, they have a couple of those uh, type rides that you were talking about, the slingshot and things. Um, you can go in and get one of those bottled Cokes and return it for five cents, you know, just different little yep. things like that, that, you know, outdoor shopping. Um, it's just kind of a neat experience that, that I remember doing when yeah, I was That's a the kid, same but... place. It used to be called Old Town and Fun Spot took it over. So it's a fun spot. In oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't see that's just how long it's been. I, I didn't realize <laughs> they changed the name. So yeah, there's um, a big Ferris just, wheel out front. And there's some cool things. Yeah, lots and lots of things to do. Um, there's so many things you so, can do to just relax a little bit for the day. Take a break, yeah. slow down. You know. Yeah. Check out because when you when you're doing a park, your your focus always is is getting as much in as you can while you're in that park, because you've you've paid for it. That's just your mindset. And you're just go, go, go. And it's nice to not have to feel like that for a day or so. Yeah. And just something simple, like I said, like Daytona Beach, you know, a little over mm -hmm. an hour away from Disney. Um, you know, you hop on the, the beach line and you run right out to Daytona um, and you get to see, you know, the beach and the world's largest Ron John surf shop. If you're a surf shop, I want to go get some new board shorts and things. Um, there, there's a lot of great things to do on a day off where you can just take it at your own pace. I mean, you can yep. do that at the parks too, but most people don't take it at their own pace at the parks, even yeah. when you try to help them. Um, you know, you're trying to get so many things in. So it's just great to be able to uh, slow it back down a little bit. Yeah. Not even walk when, 12 miles in a day. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we go, we go frequently. And I mean, you and I, we're still trying to get as much in as we can because we know mm -hmm. it's going to be a few months or so before we come back. And the next time we come back, we've got a different agenda of all the different things we want to do. Mm -hmm. So um, and you still got nice to tell your to favorites. So, oh yeah, yeah, yep. And some new favorites too that are coming out. Oh, I'm excited. We'll get to that in a little while, but I'm excited. So we're talking about all these different options and these cool things. So, what are some of your favorite things to do during a rest day? What do you really enjoy? Well, it, it just starts with the name is 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 rest. Um, you know, just sitting at the hotel enjoying what it is uh, it's a little easier with your modern deluxe resorts because they have a few more options to, to you know to walk around and explore and, and do um but i mean just just enjoy your resort you're, you're paying you know uh for this vacation enjoy it and that includes your resort um, some of the th different things you can do they always have different resort games um around the pool or in the um if it's rain or something indoors around the, you know, the food court or somewhere, um, they always have activities for the kids. They have movie nights. Um, I mean, they've got tic-tac-toe. Some of them have um, playgrounds and game rooms. So it's like a just, giant you know, connect four that. out by some of them. The, yeah. The, the, the pool and things. Uh, when we yeah. were actually there in October, we were over at uh, Wilderness Lodge and some of the activity folks were out there and they were doing tie-dyed shirts with people for like yeah. 20, $22 or something. Uh, you could make your own tie-dyed t-shirt and take it home with you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, we not did, a bad uh, price for a souvenir that you get to do on your own like that. No. And and we did um, a scavenger hunt at the Riviera mm -hmm. for um, one of the different stands that they had there advertising some stuff. And you walk around and it was um, like an art scavenger hunt. You walk around looking at all the different pieces of art they had in the hallways, trying to find all the different Disney things in that piece of art. And then when you're finished, you turn it in and you got a little prize. So um, just lots of cool little things like that, that you or your kids can do while you guys are there. And then if we you played bocce ball at the modern, Riviera, like yeah, bocce first time, out there. First time ever playing that. Um, really appreciate Mike Carnes for teaching me how to do it and being on my team and helping me win. <laughs> you guys did remember, kind of kick our but, butt. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, lots of different things like that, that you guys can do. Um the pools are amazing. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, some of them have walking trails. They have um, running courses uh, mapped out. Some of them even have um, 
races that you can do while you're staying there. Uh, I know poor Orleans did at one point, you can rent, uh, fishing equipment. Um, some of them have s'mores nights where you sit around the campfire and you make s'mores. Uh, let's see. There's, I mean, there's a lot of them have those bikes that you can rent the Surrey bikes that are like two bikes together with bench seats and like four people can ride. And you know, the people in the back don't pedal and the people in front don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You, uh, if you're staying at beach club or boardwalk, um, beach club has the, the beach, uh, so it's Caribbean beach in Riviera, uh, boardwalk has a lot of nighttime entertainment, um, not right now, of course, but when things are back to normal, they have, uh, street entertainers out there kind of keeping your kids involved and entertained with magic shows and different things. Uh, I mean, there's just so many things to do at your resort. Not people to don't even realize. The wonderful, yeah. And, and not to mention the dining options that you have at some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're staying at the contemporary or the Polynesian boardwalk, uh, beach club, a lot of those have character meals, um, and if you don't have a character meal, there's still some wonderful sit-down restaurants at the, these places that you can go and enjoy a really good meal. Yeah. So all the different resort categories are a little bit different. So if you're at a moderate resort, they typically only have like a food court and quick service style food uh, restaurants. But once you step up to a moderate resort, they have that quick service food style, uh, quick service um, style uh, restaurant, as well as a table service sit-down restaurant. And then when you get to the deluxe restaurants, they have all of those options and a signature restaurant. So some of the restaurants at some of the, the resorts are amazing. Um, you know, one of them at the Contemporary, um, you know, the, the California Grill up at the top of the Contemporary. That is not, um, it's not a modest meal by any means, but it's pretty amazing to sit up there at night with a view of Disney at Magic Kingdom and the lake and the resorts and um, the food is amazing. Uh, you know, Polynesian, there's a couple of great restaurants over there. You have um, uh, the main restaurant that is kind of character and buffet, but Kona is over there. People have been telling me about Kona for years and I finally got a chance to do Kona and I love Kona. Now I know why everybody tells me about it. Some great places <laughs> out there. Yeah. Kona's like Asian mention... infusion kind of stuff. Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, and that's not to mention the luau as well. But, yeah. Um, that if you're staying at the Polynesian, you don't even have to stay at the Polynesian to do it, but um, they have a luau there. You have hoop to who, um, um, there's one other, uh, the backyard barbecue we're hoping comes back Yes, since yes. they've redone um, the circle D ranch, but no yeah. word on that yet. And then it's got chip and Dale's, uh, campfire stories and, and it's so many things to do at your resort. You can spend a whole day at your resort and not be able to do everything there as well. It's, it's, it's almost, some of these resorts are almost like their own separate theme park. Yeah, we were at Saratoga Springs on the last trip when we were uh, not just this, this previous trip, um, but they had painting. So if you wanted to kind of like those sip and paint things where you could go and get a cocktail and they would teach you a paint, you know, uh, piece of art that they were going to do and work through together. Like when you go to those paint classes locally and things, I mean, there's yeah. so many things you can do at the resorts that people don't even realize. And it's just amazing. Great yeah. to be able to take that in and enjoy and just. Um, you know, have that slow day and do something fun and relaxing and, or do nothing, hang out, uh, yeah. you know, hang out on your balcony at the resort and um, have a beverage and read a book or just chill out. Yeah. Let the kids go to the pool. Now, Adults get quiet. Say that, <laughs> that, that, brings, that brings us to our next point is one of the number one things other than where's the, where's the resort located is, you know, we, we get, what is the pool like? 
Absolutely. And so it is very, very easy to spend a day at, a, at, at the pool for these Disney resorts, especially your moderate and your deluxe resorts. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, I think some of the best pools that are out there um, are obviously the uh, Beach Club. So the Beach Club, Yacht and Beach Club in the Epcot Resort area um, has one of the world's largest sand bottom pools. So yes, you get in the pool and the, the bottom is sand. It's really kind of cool. Uh, it has a huge uh, kind of shipwreck off the side with a water slide. So you kind of walk um, across the walkway towards the beach and you get to go up the um, shipwreck and come down the water slide into the pool. Um, that's a really amazing pool area. Um, the Caribbean beach has a great pool. It's all kind of old fort themed. So there's water slide in there, um, beautiful, cool water. Um, the Riviera Pool is one of the newer resorts. It's actually pretty cool. We enjoyed that when we were there. There's a really cool splash pad for kids um, that's all kind of Fantasia themed. So um, the hippos are in there and the um, ballet uh, ostriches There's some really cool animals in there. Um, if you go to uh, Art of Animation, Art of Animation's Big Blue Pool it's crazy. It's all animation themed. Um, Art of Animation Big Blue Pool actually plays music underwater in that pool. So that's pretty neat. Um, and then the Portalings Riverside as well. Yeah, the splash pad over there is really cool. Uh, and Portalings Riverside, that's Portalings Riverside was always one of my favorite resorts. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to them reopening, but they have a great pool area kind of on an island. Um, mm-hmm. That's where we were talking about where you could actually go cane pole fishing. Um, the Surrey bikes are over there. Occasionally they, they bring over horse-drawn carriages and you can do a horse-drawn carriage ride around. Um, just fantastic things to do. But there's some amazing pools out there. Um, I even like the one at the Polynesian. It's not um, not quite as large or anything, but it's all kind of themed around a volcano. <laughs> What's not to like about that? Um, yeah. You know, with views of the Magic Kingdom kind of in the background across the lake. So, Yeah, and I've heard very good things. I, I haven't... I haven't witnessed it. I haven't been there to, you know, experience whatever. I, I've been to the boardwalk and, and stayed, but um, I have not witnessed the pool. We didn't get a chance to do that, but I've heard the very good things about the pool over at the boardwalk, which is uh, currently getting a makeover in this with the slide area over there. So be interested yeah. to see what they do when they bring that, what they do with that when it's finished. Yeah. that That's a controversial pool. <laughs> yeah. So um, that pool has a big water slide. It makes it look like you're kind of going down a wooden roller coaster but it spits out through a clown's mouth into the pool. Um, so some people don't have a love affair with clowns. They don't find them very yeah. funny at all. So, you, you know, we always like to let people know about that. If there's um, somebody in the group who might not appreciate clowns, we let them know before they go there. But um, as Brian said, that pool's being refurbished and we've seen pieces of the clown um, hauled away. So we don't know if a new clown is coming in or if there's going to be a new theme there yet. Um but it, it, yes, it's got good reviews over there as well. Yeah. And then there's one that has a, a slide that's in the shape of a dinosaur. Um, I can't remember which one that is. I want to say it might be French Quarter, but I can't remember. Oh, the French Quarter. Yes, it's like the big dragon. It's, it's dragon, like a sea, yeah. sea dragon. Yeah. Like a sea serpent. Yeah. And you get to slide out through that tongue on that big sea serpent yeah. dragon. Yeah. There's some really cool pools. Lots, out there. lots of good pools. Uh, uh, Disney. They take care of their guests when it comes to the pools. It's the kids are very well entertained and the adults mm-hmm. can just sit back. Cause a lot of them, they have the regular pool and then they have a little section for um, kids mm-hmm. that, you know, may not be trusted in, in deeper waters and things. So um, 
lots yeah, of things to do pads, just around the pool. Of, yeah. Yeah. And many of the resorts have more than one pool. So there's like yes. the big main pool and then there's like sort of a quieter pool mm -hmm. if you wanted to do that as well. So sometimes the adults mm -hmm. don't want to be around the water slides and things like that. They just want to go sit by the water and read a book or, you know, sunbathe a little bit and relax. So definitely options for that as well. We didn't talk about the Wilderness Lodge pool. That's actually one of my favorite pools too. Oh, yeah, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, the Wilderness Lodge um, actually has a, a geyser in the lobby and the geyser kind of bubbles through there, but that starts the water running out and it um, runs into a small river that runs through the middle of the buildings outside, um, which feeds into a waterfall that goes into the pool. <laughs> So uh, it's very outdoorsy in nature. Uh, it's really cool. There is a geyser out back by the lagoon um, that goes off every so often as if you were out in Yellowstone, um, you can see the geyser. There's some cool, cool places out there. Yeah, yeah, there really are. Can't believe we forgot about that one. <laughs> How could that not be on the list? Yeah. You were out in the rain, but you got to see it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> It's pretty neat. So it is. So what else was there to do? Uh, well, one thing we like to do, and for those of you guys listening, um, we talk a lot about the different resorts. And the only way you get to experience this resort is either stay at one of them or what we like to call resort hop, mm -hmm. which means you just take the day or take some time and go and visit one of these other different resorts. I love resort hopping. Um, the Grand Floridian is one of my favorite ones to resort hop at. Uh, Art of Animation is, is another one. Um, Wilderness Lodge is, is a pretty good one to go to. Animal Kingdom Lodge is a great one to go to. But just take some time to visit some of these different resorts that you think you might want to stay at or um, you've heard really good things at, uh, about and you, you, know, you, you want to make sure that it's something you're going to stay at next trip or I mean I'm always looking for my next resort um, and, and you've got your different categories of resorts of course so um, your values your all-stars your pop uh, art of animation I love going to art of animation like I said it's it's one of my favorites uh, with the moderates you have Port Orleans Riverside French Quarter Coronado Springs and um, Caribbean Beach um, I mean, Port Orleans Riverside to me is my favorite. There's so much to do and look at. It's that uh, New Orleans French, uh, New Orleans plantation style feel. Um, it's just, it's, it's gorgeous. You really do feel like you're in New Orleans. And then all the deluxes. I love visiting all the deluxe resorts and just spending some time walking around, uh, especially Grand Floridian in the lobby there. That, that one is just so immersive. Um, but all of them, well, yeah, that can be said like about to go all to Beach them. Club too. I do. I do like to go to Beach Club. Yeah. There's a place at Beach Club you like to visit. Yeah, beaches and cream for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, if you guys haven't heard about it, I am a sucker for ice cream. So, <laughs> uh, but they have a really good ice cream over at Boardwalk. So that was another good one to go to. Um, I don't know, the deluxe resorts, you can't. I, I don't stay at one every time we go, but I love visiting one each time we go. And they all have such a great feel in those themes. So, you know, maybe not something that sounds like it's for you, um, but maybe your friends or somebody have told you, hey, you know, we stayed at this place. It was really great. And you're like, oh, maybe we should see what that looks like. So taking that day and just 
um, you know, using the transportation that's out there and hop around and see what's available. You know, if you are staying, um, you know, at uh, one of the all-star or pop or art of animation or Caribbean beach or Riviera, you can hit any of those other resorts on the Skyliner. You can also go over to um, Boardwalk Yacht and Beach from the Skyliner. So use that new method of transportation and mm -hmm. check out some of the other resorts around you and see what's available as well. Yeah. So it's one thing I always try to suggest to my clients is, you know, if a park closes early, you have that down day is take, take the opportunity to visit a different resort. And especially if you're staying at a value uh, resort, see what moderate has to offer. Just walk around, get the feel of it. We were staying at Port Orleans Riverside. My sister was staying at one of the values and she came over to ours and she was like, okay, I'm so I'm, I'm, I'm moderate every time I go now. And I mean, all it takes is just that one little thing. And then I, I feel like once you're there and you're walking around, you're experiencing it, the difference in price per category doesn't cross your mind as much anymore because you see what there is that's offered at these different places. And I, like I'm moderate or deluxe pretty much every time now, uh, just because I, I, I see the value there with all the different activities for the kids, the closest to the parks, just everything they have to offer to me is it's worth the price. There just anything about stepping from one category to the next, just to see what it's like, even if you don't stay there, like I said, if you go, um, you know, to a higher level category and, and you go and get a meal, or, you know, if you want to go over to Yacht and Beach Club and get ice cream or boardwalk, um, we will definitely tell you some great places to go and do that. Um, if you're looking for a great sit down meal at not in a park, we're going to list several great places at different resorts that are out there. And those things just give you one that break, but two, the opportunity to just see what else is out there and see what the hype is about. You don't necessarily have to stay there. Just checking it out. There's some really great things to do. Yeah. Especially like you said, if you are on the Skyliner route and you have the option to jump over from part pop or art of animation over to one of the deluxe um, or if you're on one of the uh, options that has the uh, boat transportation you don't always have to take the bus um, if you can take one of the friendship boats to a different resort um, take advantage of that and, and enjoy you know 15-20 minute boat ride uh, there's yeah you can actually do um, Caribbean Beach Resort uh, Old Key West Resort and Saratoga Springs also I'll mm -hmm. have ferry boat service to Disney Springs so you could always take the ferry to Disney Springs or um, stop at one of the other resorts and get off and check what those are yep. too. Yep. The Port Orleans uh, resorts, when they open back up, we'll have the friendship boats that go from Disney Springs to the resorts. Mm -hmm. um, lots, lots of different options just outside of the buses. You don't always have to take a bus to get from one place to another. Cause a lot of times the buses won't take you from resort to resort. Yeah. So, and the easiest ones are if you're on the monorail, if you're at the Contemporary, the yeah. Grand Floridian or the Polynesian, definitely take a monorail ride and go check out those other resorts. Um, and many of those resorts around the Magic Kingdom area also have um, boat service. So like you can take a boat service over to the uh, Wilderness Lodge or um, the Fort Wilderness Campground and go see what's available over there too. Some pretty yeah. cool options. Which, I mean, in, we often overlook it, but you, you've got to take a monorail ride anyway. So you might as well take a monorail ride over to one of the deluxe resorts from one of the deluxe resorts from Magic Kingdom or Epcot and just get off at the station and just kind of walk around the resort while you're there. I mean, the monorail yeah, I is just a ride people, in itself. 
Yeah, I always hear people, whenever the monorail goes through the contemporary and stops there, someone's like, we should always go look here. Yes, you should. You should go look around and see what it's like. There's some amazing things to see at the contemporary. Um, you yeah. know, just because you're at the Polynesian or the Grand Floridian doesn't mean you can't get off there and look. Um, or if you're, like vice versa, if you're at the Grand Flor uh, Contemporary, I always hear people, that Grand Floridian looks so gorgeous. It really is. Like, yeah. get off, go enjoy it. Um, go see Cinderella and Prince Charming ballroom dance in the lobby um go look at one of the you know different restaurants sit and have some tea um when they're there listen to the guys playing piano uh, i mean there's there's so many things to do just mm -hmm. at all these resorts great great opportunity to just relax and check out some new things there are but if you need to get away from the resorts there's one well, big place you can go option that's right what is it? It's Disney Springs. <laughs> so for um, those that have been around and going to Disney for a while, this is the area that used to be Pleasure Island. So Pleasure Island downtown has... Disney. Downtown Disney. Pleasure Island became Downtown Disney, and then Downtown Disney has become Disney Springs. So there's been a huge overhaul um, in the last few years, completely redone, retheming, a um, lot of expansion down there. Um, it is a great area. There is so much food and shopping and um, different options for entertainment out there. This is where a lot of the big name restaurants are. Um, one of those that I talk about every time because it's crazy good. Um, Chef Art Smith's Homecoming is fantastic. Um, I know that uh, people love uh, Maria Nenzo's down there. Um, isn't that where Wine Bar George is that many of the ears agents really love Wine Bar George? But different shopping, um, the Uniqlo rest, the Uniqlo shop is down there. There's a Ranjan shop. Um, there's an Under Armour shop in there now. I mean, most of the major retail things that you can imagine are there. Yeah. The um, so there's there's going to be an episode following this one. We're going to go into real detail about uh about Disney Springs. Um, that there's so much to do. Like you like you said, the, I, I love the Edison. Um, that's a really Edison's good place really to cool eat. Too. Um, the baked the clothesline bacon is great. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't um, like bacon? Yeah, I know a lot of people are very familiar with uh, the Rainforest Cafe, but if you haven't seen it, Disney Springs has its own version of you know a, a dinosaur restaurant like that called T Rex, um, where they have dinosaurs inside, kind of like they do the Rainforest Cafe. Um, but there's a Rainforest Cafe down there as well. Um, there's so many different places. You got the Lego store. Um, you've got the world of Disney. I mean, there, there's so many things over there to do. Mm -hmm. we, we can't even name it. That honestly, during the night or at night, that place kind of overwhelms me. It's, it's so crazy. much to do that. Uh, I don't know how some of those people go in all those stores and sit and do everything. I mean, it's, and we didn't even name it all. I mean, you, you can keep on naming stuff, but you know, we still won't have time. This episode will be two or three hours long. Yeah, yeah. There's so many things you can do. Um, I mean, we, you know, there's entertainment. Um, there's the void, the NBA experience. Um, what else is there? There's a uh, movie theater. Um, there's Splitsville. Yep. Um, so if you want to go bowling when you're at Disney, you can go yeah. do that. A little they, bit of everything. Um, there's nighttime entertainment as far as uh, live bands. Um, the, um, the, the amphibic cars. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I like that. 
<laughs> you just, and you hopefully stuff. coming back in 2021 the uh, Cirque du Soleil show that is yeah due to reopen called Drawn to Life which is a combination of Cirque du Soleil entertainment with Disney um, I can't wait to see that one that's going to be amazing too great things yeah. to do yeah I'm, I'm excited I mean I I like um, the Cirque du, Cirque du Soleil um, it's just a un- unique show but like I said, Disney Springs is, there's so much to do. Like the, the food is amazing. The shopping is amazing. You've got, um, like you said, Under Armour, there's Coach, Fair Bradley, Ron John. Um, there's a superhero store. There's a Star Wars store that the, you have the void. Um, the void is yeah. a virtual reality experience. If you hadn't yeah. uh, heard of that before. So we did that in December of last year, they were actually doing a star Wars experience. That was pretty amazing. I think we've talked about before you put on this virtual reality backpack and helmet. And um, once the visor comes down and you look through it, you look at your hands and everything, and you literally look like a stormtrooper. Um, so I was looking at it. I don't know if they've changed that or not, but some of the experiences that are listed with the void right now is there is a Jumanji experience. That sounds pretty entertaining. Um, one called Nicodemus, which um, has something to do with a tragic electro-spiritualism exhibit from 1893. Don't know that I have to look at that one more. Um, and another one <laughs> that goes out there kind of with the Star Wars that might be pretty amazing is a Ghostbusters experience. So you literally end up becoming cool. a Ghostbuster and zapping ghosts. So <laughs> might have to check that one That'd out be, too. That, that one would be kind of cool. But I, the first two... I've lived through 2020. I don't need to do one of those. <laughs> 2020 has been like a live action Jumanji a little bit. So it really has. Yeah, I, I'm okay with I'm that. It sounds really Rhino. cool. And the movie was way better than I expected the movies to be. Um, yeah. So, you know. I'm waiting for a rhino to come busting through my, my living room wall. <laughs> it just feels like it should happen, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, the Void is not the most inexpensive experience to do, but we feel like it was worth every penny. It was amazing. Um, If you've never played with a VR headset or anything like that, which I really hadn't, um, it was amazing to to really see what that was like and to get to shoot at Darth Vader and the Stormtroopers and um, that that all was pretty cool, too. Yeah. Void's Uh, an amazing We always like to visit. Yeah, it it really is. Um, We like to always visit the uh, Lego store um and just kind of play around there a little bit yeah i mean it's you can spend all day in there too um they have um uh bippity boppity boutique there that little girls and 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 boys can get you know dressed up and have their hair done and makeup yeah yep um i mean there's there's so much to do over there we i mean the dining is one thing you can have just about any kind of type of cuisine that you want whether seafood um you know hamburger steak uh pizza um there's some there's chinese any kind over of there. food over there <laughs> yeah it, there really is and the same thing with shopping no matter what kind of style you have disney has something for you there and then yep. once you're done and you're tired and you know you need to rest again you just sit down and you watch a live concert and one of the band. things we didn't talk about is um, actually there is a photography studio that is over at Disney Springs. It's part of the Memory Maker package. Yeah. So if yep. your kids are getting the Prince or Princess makeover, or if you have something else going on, you can actually go into the photography studio. They have different green screen um, walls and they can put you into different movie scenes and things like that um, and get your picture taken. And um, that is included in your Memory Maker package. 
Currently, so, I believe they're doing Santa Claus pictures. Are they not? That's very possible. Yes. I, th- I think so I there's saw some that, really cool so. things to do at Disney Springs. It's it's a yeah. You could be there all day, but you could just go for a little while and enjoy it too. Yeah. Um, we actually ate at the Flight Pig when we were there in October. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody talks about Flight Pig. <laughs> now I know why. It was Flight Pig. Was it was pretty great. good. It was yeah. very good. Good barbecue Wait. style food. Yeah. Two stores I forgot to mention that we do is we always go to the Christmas store down there and get a Christmas ornament. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time it makes its way back home. Sometimes it does not. Um, <laughs> but I mean, what, what are you going to do? Uh, and then I love, right? yeah, I love going to the, um, the art studio store down there at the end. It has all the different Thomas Kincaid paintings and yep. different other artists. Um, I could never afford everything in that store, but I, if I had enough wall space, I would buy everything in that store. Yeah. Just about that. That's a cool store. Um, I mean, it's, it's so, um, there's wildland galleries at some of the resorts and down there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the thing we didn't mention about, um, when you resort hop, if you go to animal kingdom, they have the largest collection of African art, uh, at the resort. So that's just another um, cool resort to just go walk around. Even if you don't stay mm-hmm. there, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. So again, if you need a rest day, you need something to do on that rest day. Disney Springs is a really good option. But we have a couple other options too. So if you just want something do. Um, a little little less high paced or quick paced yeah. for the day, something fun to do. What else is there available? So we talked about the pools and how great the pools are, but sometimes people just need something more than a pool. Disney has two wonderful uh, water parks that you can add onto your package. Um, Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Um, they have wonderful family slides, single rider slides, uh, that wave pools, just lazy. Like, they just have every kind of thing you can imagine for a water park. Disney has at one of these two different ones. Um, you can, like I said, you can buy a ticket separately or you could add it to your package as part of your park hopper option. Um, you have two different versions of the park hoppers that will allow you to do that. And, you know, if you're not a water park person, but you're still looking for something to do, you have Fantasia Gardens and Winter Summerland, which are your um, mini golf places for mm-hmm. on Disney property. Um, those are fun. And, yes, th- those are fun. Um, they're, let's see, I'm trying to think. Winter Summerland is over by the Portal Lizard Beach. Yes, um, and I was trying to think of resorts that were close to it. And then Fantasia Gardens is over by Swan and Dolphin, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so they're on property. Um, most of the time, you getting getting transportation to them could be a little difficult, um, but there are, there are options to get you there, so don't worry about that part. And like I said, they're very nice courses to go and just have a little bit of family time. And if you're a water park person, I mean, I know this isn't necessarily a rest, but it could be. So you could be resting on the beach while the, uh, you know, kids are taking in the slides and things like that. Um, that water park and more option that you add is a pretty phenomenal deal. Um, mm-hmm. The way that the way that ticket edition works is you you add it on to your tickets um, so that it c- includes admission to the water parks. But the way it works is, let's say, for example, if you buy a five day ticket. If you buy a five-day park ticket with the water park and more option, it also gets you five entrances into the water parks. 
So that's literally, you could make it a 10 day trip and you could have five days at water parks and five days at the theme parks for the, just adding on the water park and more option, way more affordable. Um, yes. You don't have to do all five days in the parks if you don't want to, no. but that's uh, something to do a rest day. Do, you know, two days in a park, do a day at Blizzard Beach, do two days in a park, do a day at Typhoon Lagoon, maybe do your last day, your fifth day at the park, um, you know, final day at Magic Kingdom or something before you head home. So you're really yeah. getting seven park days out of that, um, you know, for a five day ticket with that water park and more option. So, yeah, if, if you think you're going to do both of the water parks, usually it's cheaper just to add the water park and more option than it is mm -hmm. to just pay outright for uh, two tickets to the water park. Yep. So, and I believe and they, those uh, the water park and more can also get um, rounds of mini golf as well. So they change that yeah. one. I thought you got him for free anyway. If you stay, let me double check that one. But yeah, I think they did. It's just great ways so. to extend everything you do um, while you're there on that trip. So check out other things, um, things you might not have thought about and still just yep. take your time and enjoy it. Yep. Um, and we, we kind of talked about, uh, you know, the opportunity to visit other attractions and explore Orlando uh, a little while, but again, keep that one in mind. Um, it's, once you're there, if you have the rest day, like you said, you, you may want to venture out next vacation. Um, maybe go over to City Walk and walk around Universal Studios, uh, get a good feel for that, or SeaWorld, Discovery Cove. Um, there's so many different options down there that you can do. Yep. And we talked about that. So you can also check out downtown Orlando. So I spent uh, 18 years working and uh, living in the Orlando area. And, um, you know, downtown Lake Eola. It's got a great park to go walk around. Um, there's swan boats in downtown. Um, there's a lot of great little uh, niche restaurants and things around there, little cafes and things. Um, so downtown Orlando can be really fun as well. But don't forget, you also have, as we talked about in our last episode. Yeah. You always have. So if you're in a park all day long, you get extremely tired at the end of it. We talked about last episode that Disney loves to do these after hours events, um, whether it's the villains or the not so scary Halloween or the Christmas or just a regular after hours. Um, sometimes that can be a little much, especially have, if you have little kids. So the perfect solution to that is spend half the day at your resort, relaxing, enjoying the pool, get a good meal, and then head over to the parks, um, you know, later on in the afternoon and attend an after hours event. Like, you know, get that after hours event in. And then, you know, depending on your family, you may want to add a rest day the day after as well. Um, <laughs> Depends on how late how long the after hours guys, event. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really does. So um, there's a couple of different ways to maneuver that. Um, typically, you know, if we do an after hours event, we may do um, Epcot or Animal Kingdom, you know, that that day before so we can go get everything we need in, take a break and then go back to the after hours event later. Um, but again, we've talked about you can you can get just about as much done in one of those after hours events as you can in a full day at Disney. Um, Absolutely. And using a rest day before you go or the day after is a perfect chance to do those after hours events and not have to worry about everybody being too tired. Mm -hmm. yeah that's what we did in december last year and we did uh 
uh, Mickey's very merry is we, we didn't do the parks that day. We hung out and uh, just went into the parks early that you were able to do with that very merry ticket. Um, and that was plenty of time. We got so much done and we had a blast. Yeah, we, we should have done one the day that we did our not so scary Halloween party. Uh, our kids were pretty little when we did that. Um, we met some friends who did take the rest day. Ours didn't. We just stayed at Magic Kingdom, went back, changed clothes, went back to Magic Kingdom. Our kids were tired by 10 o'clock. Their kids were still going strong. <laughs> and Makes I, a difference. It, it, it really did. Um, so we, a rest day on those event days are pretty important, especially if you're little kids. Yeah. I have trouble staying up that late, so I need a rest day. <laughs> it's always easier to do when you're at Disney, but after you know several days, it all starts to catch up with you. It does. So it that's does. why we love a rest day and why we feel like they're needed. So many great yes. things you can do, but it's so much more um, relaxed, slower pace. Do anything you want to do or do nothing and just hang out and enjoy mm -hmm. and uh, really enjoy the resort you're at or check out another resort. Uh, so many wonderful ways to just slow your vacation down and spend a little time relaxing. Yeah. I mean, you guys know your families better than we do. So you know whether you're going to need a rest day or not. Um, if you have teenagers, you may not need a rest day. Mm -hmm. um, they can go strong the entire trip. You're going to be the ones that may need a rest day to keep up with them. But um, if you have little ones or, or infants, it's it's important to know if they need a rest day or more than just a, you know, a two hour nap, do they need a whole day? Yep. Um, so lots of reasons to, to have rest days. And like I said, we love them. We, we try to build one in just about every time. Um, but, it just makes a huge difference. You don't feel so exhausted when you are uh, at the end of your vacation. Yeah, especially the, like, so that fourth, fifth day, which depending on what park you're in, some of those you feel like you're walking around a little bit more than you, you really are. But it, it's, it can take a toll on you. And like I said, they're definitely needed. But, Absolutely. Great options. Yeah. Yeah. So treat yourself to a rest um, day whenever you get the, the chance on your trip. You'll you'll yes. thank yourself for it. Yes. Or you'll thank your planner for it if we help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of treating yourself, Disney has recently treated us with a whole lot of news recently that I am so excited about. And they're going to be giving us more options to be able to treat ourselves real soon. Mm -hmm. And the first one of these is we got a chance to see the tracks for um, the guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind um, that have surfaced on the internet. I'm really excited about this coaster because of the, the, the car that you're in because of the track that I've seen. I can't wait till this one opens. It, it might be one of my favorite rides. The minute it, it looks opens, amazing. I probably hadn't even read it. Yeah, it really does. The whole concept of it is just like, wow. Like, can you hurry up with the construction please? Yeah. And they kept saying, you know, there's going to be a reverse launch and that reverse launch. And I kept thinking, hmm, oh, but the cars turn. So yes. it might be a forward launch for the train, you're but your backwards. cars might be pivoted around yeah. backwards. So there's some really yep. cool things that this is going to be a, a state-of-the-art storytelling ride where the cars actually pivot and turn on the track as it's moving. So they can kind of point you at the things they want to look at in the story. So that looks amazing. The photos are yes. incredible. Um, can't wait. They're still saying... 2021 
So um, a lot of the things that we're about to tell you or the things we're talking about now are surfacing out of the D23 event, which normally they do every two years and talk about new things that are coming. Um, this year, uh, unfortunately, it's all virtual and online, but we're getting a lot of great pictures and things out of it and what we're going to see. So um, Guardians of the Galaxy I can't believe it's been, looks amazing. I can't believe it's been two years already. I know. Isn't it crazy? No. Two years it's ago, they announced all the Epcot changes and yeah. things were going on. Yeah, it's crazy that it goes that fast. Yeah. So the next thing that we're going to talk about a little bit is um, we did get some uh, photos of what the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser cabins will look like. So everybody that's a Star Wars fan is excited about the Halcyon. That's what the ship is called. Um, it's Star Wars Galactic Cruiser. So this is going to be a two day, two night uh, resort stay. Um, and you get to board a galactic cruiser in space with your family. There's interactive things you'll get to do while you're there. Um, it's going to kind of be treated like a cruise. So two days, two, two nights um, is going to be the max in this one. Um, there's different things you'll be able to do while you're on the cruise or on the Halcyon. Um, all kinds of interactive Star Wars themes. Um, your dining and everything will be there. Um, so we're seeing some of the cabins and what the cabins are going to look like. And there's windows to space and you're going to see different things depending on where the cruiser is in space at the time you're in your cabin. Um, they're they're kind of interesting looking, very futuristic, um, mm -hmm. very Star Wars themes. It looks really cool. Um, you know, but you'll also be able to do a day or land excursion um, from the galaxy, the Star Wars gal galaxy cruiser to Batuu. So if you're on the cruiser and the cruiser happens to pass by Batu, they'll actually have a shuttle that will take you down to Batu so you can experience Batu for the day and then return back to the cruiser before it moves on. So that's kind of a cool experience too. Total immersive. I don't know if I'll ever have the opportunity to stay there with, with the family because getting Mandy on board with that might be a completely different thing. It may just have to be <laughs> or, or or we do another guy's trip or something, but it yeah. it sounds so exciting it, it like you said it's it's almost like its own mini little cruise which yep. it tip i guess if you're on a cruiser it, it really is um but man like the details that they've put into this that thing is going to be booked for 10 years straight before <laughs> the reservation like it's just you know star wars fans are a completely different breed of fans yeah yeah and, and we heard are, that it was supposed to be available to start booking towards the end of this year we're getting yeah. close to the end of the year that may not quite not, happen not because sure. of yeah, everything in the delay sure. of construction um, yeah. but they are still looking like it may open you know next year or early 2022 so we're getting much get closer prize. i wonder if you get a prize for being the first person to make a reservation for it like do you get to choose your cabin or something <laughs> well sometimes the first Guest on board the new cruise ships get some interesting little perks that uh, true. we'll talk about another That's time. True. So it's definitely possible. Definitely possible. Yeah. So. yeah, I'm excited for that one. Um, I'm excited for all these. Like they announced that the refurbishment for Splash Mountain, I know this is very controversial. I was a little upset at the beginning when I when they said they were doing it. Um, but now that I've gotten over that, I'm like, okay, let's I want to see what this looks like. But they've accelerated the time frame for Splash Mountain. They're going to get this out and rolling. Um, I guess they've just decided they're tired of waiting um, with, you know, crowds, you know, and, and everything. They, I guess they're thinking it's a good time to do it. Um, it's perfect time for Disneyland to do it because they don't have crowds at all right now. Yeah. So might as well yeah. just refurbish the whole park while you're there. Um, 
I'm excited for that one. Like I said, it's, it's been one that everybody's kind of upset with one way or the other, like they want it, they don't want it, you know, but um, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's needed, but we've talked about how we want to see more of the princess and the frog represented in the parks. They've already made the decision. Let's go ahead and get it so we can see what it's like and start enjoying it uh, versus the back and forth about, I don't want it. Yeah. And, you know, Splash Mountain is sort of New Orleans-ish kind of themed in a way. Some of the show scenes and things with the riverboat and um, the way some of the the scenes look and stuff. So it, it's um, got the I, New Orleans feel to it, yeah. um, but not um, kind of the bayou the Louisiana, kind of feel. The Louisiana feel, yeah. It doesn't necessarily have the New Orleans feel, but it's got the bayou, um, the yeah, the real uh, Louisiana feel, but. I think they'll do a good job of getting it to fit in. It may look funny at first, but I think once they're finished with it, I think they'll figure out a way to make it all look right. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty cool. And so many people just don't know the story anymore. So uh, as much as I love some of the characters, um, if you don't know the story, it, it's just interesting. So I can go without the song. I like looking <laughs> for the hidden Mickeys, but I can go without the song. It's like small world. It just gets stuck in your head after a while. It really does. <laughs> it really does. So another one we've got some more information about is uh, the new Spider-Man web slinger attraction that's coming to um, the Avengers campus at Disney's California Adventure. So we've gotten some pictures of the web slinger ride vehicle in the load area. So um, this is going to be when California Adventure reopens on the open uh, Adventures campus. Uh, this is going to be an, a ride through ride based on Space Mountain, uh, Spider-Man, sorry, Space Mountain. Um, so you ride through Spider-Man, helping Spider-Man recover all these little um, spider bots that are out there. And so you actually apparently are going to shoot spider webs from your hand all, you know, digitally. You'll see them go out uh, and capture all these little robots. So um, think something along the lines of Toy Story Mania with kind of a spider-man theme and instead of the little darts and pies and things that you shoot you're actually going to shoot webs from your hands so apparently there's no controller in that um it's all kind of digital virtual reality kind of stuff where you stick your arm out right and the web sling out so that looks pretty amazing um can't wait to see more about that one yeah it really does like we we talk all the time about how disney technology just constantly amazes us and that that was one that, that and the guardians of the galaxy I'm just like, how do they come up with that? Who, who's just sitting in around in a room just thinking this stuff up and say, oh, let's put that on our ride. That'll be yeah. cool. Uh, that the other thing about that is, um, have you seen the stunt robot? Yeah. The stunt robot is amazing. So there's a lot of video avail- available um, if you YouTube and look at the uh, stunt robot for Disney. So they've actually created, instead of having stunt performers um, out there doing things that could harm them, They've actually created this amazing stunt robot that they kind of launch through the air and it's in a Spider-Man costume and it does Spider-Man moves. So it kind of flies over the roof of some of the buildings that will be out there at uh, Avengers campus. That looks pretty amazing too. That looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, You know, we talk uh, a lot about uh, restaurant options and, you know, Epcot's getting the new space 220 restaurant uh, soon. And, we saw some pictures of the inside of what the restaurant is going to look like. And it really does look like you are sitting like when you're sitting at your table, if you look at your window, it looks like you're hundreds of miles away from earth and it's kind of, you know, you know, constant 
rotation. Um, actually. Yeah. Uh, it, to me, it looks like you're sitting at garden grill. Um, but instead of looking at, uh, living with the land, you're looking at the earth, uh, rotating. And I was like that, I can only imagine if there's like cause, you know, shooting stars or something that they may f- put in there just to kind of give you something else to look at while you're looking at there. It's like that. I'm sure you might concept. see satellites and things go by. Yeah. yeah it it yeah, looks the, really The concept cool. of that looks really cool. And I'm, I'd imagine the menu is going to be very unique as well. Uh, I haven't mm-hmm. seen the menu yet, but I, I'm, I'm excited to try that one. And again, that's probably one of the one that's going to be ha- very hard to get reservations for, but it looks really unique and really cool. I, I can't wait to, to get a chance to try that one. Yeah, I think that's going to be pretty neat. Um, yeah. Well, overdue. So excited to see that one coming along yeah. too. It was actually supposed to open last year. Um, yeah. So it's been delayed, delayed. So um, it's good to see it getting pretty close. And we're actually starting to see um, some of the footage of the inside of it and what it's going to look like. It looks pretty cool. Mm. Yep. And then and last we have uh, Disney has partnered with McDonald's for some new Happy Meal toys. So um, these are actually kind of cool. Um, they're themed around different um, attraction vehicles. So uh, there is like the train with Goofy from Runaway Railway. Um, there's a Mission Space Spaceship with Mickey. Um, the dinosaur ride vehicle's got Minnie in it. There's a Jungle Cruise boat with Pluto. Um, it looks like uh, Expedition Everest ride car with a Yeti and Goofy. Um, the Tower of Terror's got Mickey in it. There is a Pirates of the Caribbean um, boat with Minnie, a Donald Duck in the Mad Tea Party teacups. Um, Soren, so there's this one from Soren, which looks kind of like Daisy in a hang glider. And then uh, another Mickey and Minnie runaway railway with Mickey and Minnie in the car, like you see um, in the beginning of the attraction. So those are kind of cool. Something different. Uh, they haven't done a partnership There's, with Disney in a while, have they? No. And that's what I was just kind of thinking. I was like, I, I'm sure they have done one since, but I was like, is this the first one they've done since they've taken the fries out of the park? Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know. But there's one attraction that's off that list that really intrigues me. And I, I cannot believe that they don't have it. And I'm wondering if it's because they know it to be an instant collector's item or not. But the Haunted Mansion was not listed. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Um, and I wonder that if that's pretty cool. because that's one of those. They'll say, well, that's, you know, they'll sell that on eBay for hundreds of bucks or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but because, um, I mean, that is the one ride at Disney that people just fall in love with. And, you know, as much as people like Splash Mountain and Big Thunder and all that, it's the Haunted Mansion, I think, is the true icon for Disney fans. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Even the ride system, you know, Disney created and um, trademarked that ride system too. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. There've been a lot of different things with Disney over the years with McDonald's. There's been different glasses and different toys. I know when Little Mermaid came out, um, I have a little set of figurines from Little Mermaid that were Happy Meals. Um, I still have them sitting around somewhere. Um, they've done some pretty cool things. So it's kind of yeah. cute to see these back. They're kind of cute. I, I collected a lot of stuff as a kid and, you know, I'll be upfront and honest. I did go to McDonald's and I did purchase a happy meal just so I can see what toy was in it. <laughs> and I got, I got the goofy train. Um, and it looks like the train at the beginning of the, uh, runaway railway attraction. Yep. So, um, and they said a new one's coming out, um, I think every Thursday. So I may go back and kind of look to see what the next one is, but, um, we don't eat McDonald's very often, so I don't know how. I'm going to try to collect all these, but we'll see. 
And it looks like there's at least 10 of them. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it says yeah. collector's edition for all 10 toys. So cool. Very cool. Yeah. Again, lots of news that came out, and that's just the beginning of it. I mean, we we didn't touch a lot of things as far as the merchandise, um, shows, you know, things like that, resorts. Um, I mean, there, there was so much that came out. We really tried to have to limit it, but uh, lots of exciting things. And I really One can't wait. One thing I want to point out, we don't have anything out. official on yet, but um, there's been some footage leak again. Uh, and, and it wasn't not like a leak. They did announce it at uh, the resorts in the area, but there's been a firework testing happening again. Uh, I saw the not video. at Epcot this time at I the Magic the Kingdom. So mm-hmm. yeah, I did see a video. And the really interesting thing about this is it doesn't look like it's coming from the same spot like it used to. I mean, it will definitely no. come from the same bunker, um, like behind the Magic Kingdom. So it looks like it's behind the castle, but very interesting. It was very spread out, kind of like we talked before about that um, perimeter firework you see for 4th of July or something like that. Not quite all the way around, but it was definitely definitely being shot off from multiple locations. So that's pretty interesting and exciting to see. So as we've had some firework testing at Epcot and some at Magic Kingdom now, um, that's good news to hope that those will be coming back, hopefully, in the near future. Yeah. And we were told the rumor was they were testing them for the 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's very far out, though. So <laughs> October I don't of think next year. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're testing these fireworks for October. So I'm wondering if they're thinking maybe they're going to sneak these fireworks in for spring or something um, and just run the same fireworks show all the way through next year. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. I did um, see some uh, interesting in the video footage I saw. There's some interesting new fireworks that I don't think I've seen before. So yeah. there's some cool ones. They reminded me a lot of the uh, Epco- the fireworks for Epcot when you're riding Soarin'. Yes. Like, they, they look did. very similar. I was thinking the same thing. Because at, at first I was thinking I was watching the video from Soarin' and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> these are different. Yeah, that's actually the castle in the background you can see in some of the yeah. videos. So, yeah. yeah. So again, lots of new uh, new news that we are excited to share with you guys and we can't wait to see them happen in person. Um but again, we want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, feel free to comment with all of your thoughts. Um, we want to know what you guys think as always. Uh, we want to make sure that we're keeping you guys engaged. And, you know, if there's something you guys want us to talk about, let us know. We're always open to episode ideas and catch us next time as we continue our treat yourself series as the gears podcast gets taken over for ladies night. Uh, we're going to have summer Becky and another close friend of ours, and they're going to be talking to you about why you should treat yourself to a spa day, some signature dining, and some fabulous shopping. So, I think we can still call it years by the ladies. We're being the we're the guys of years. Maybe they can be the gals of years. We can still be the gears yeah. podcast, but ladies take over. That sounds like ladies a lot of fun. are taking over. Say. Yeah, I, they're they're going to be hilarious. Like I may not get my job back actually. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, they might kick us out permanently. Yeah, they, they might. So be sure to keep a lookout tomorrow on Saturday for the Saturday Showdown, uh, the Travel to Tuesday, where we highlight another um, place you can travel to on Tuesday. Uh, what do you want to know on Wednesdays and Trivia Thursdays? So all of those things are posted on our Facebook page. So please uh, make sure you're liking it. Uh, if you know somebody else you might, please share it and let them know. Um, we would love to have them join in. We always want to hear from you guys. So please leave us a comment, uh, send us an email or uh, all of our contact information is in the show description. So you can reach out to us there as well. Yeah. We, we can never get enough visitors to our sites. Um, 
can never get enough interaction on our post. Uh, we love more followers. We would like to, you know, we want to do some more trivia. We want to do a lot of different fun things to keep you guys entertained and you know, coming back for more. And all the feedback we get from you guys is very positive and we appreciate it, but we definitely want more. So keep coming. Yeah, we've gotten some great new um, interaction on some of our posts. So that's really fun. We really appreciate that too. I was I was a little excited to see that um, Team Brian tied with Team Allen on the uh, flower and garden versus the food and wine. So yeah, I thought I, know, I was going to be out there by those. myself. <laughs> no, there's so. a lot of people that really like both. So, but yeah, it was great. They do great opportunity do. there. Can't wait to see the next one. Mm-hmm. All right. So as usual, we're going to end our show tonight with a quote. Um, and so our quote for this week is: When you find out who you are, you'll find out what you need. Uh, and I don't think truer words could be said. That is from Mama Odie from The Princess and the Frog. That's pretty cool. I don't know why, but I love that movie. And I don't know if it's Mama Odie or if it's... Uh, the Firefly? Oh, I can't think of the little... Yes, I can't think of his name. <laughs> um, you know, he's Angeline, but like I, yeah. it's just a wonderful movie. And I'm, I'm glad to see that they're going to be uh, integrating a few more things like that into the parks. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, guys. Look, again, thank you guys. Um, We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you next week. Have a great one. Bye, guys. Bye bye.